This is why we're not okay. Because we spent our entire freaking lives for some of us. And even if you were only in Christianity for a year, it does enough damage. Don't worry. Don't worry. This applies to everybody. This is why we're not okay. Because we were told... In this holy book, everything, and I mean everything, that we need to know to live our lives. Bible! B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Don't you understand that? Don't you understand that? That this book here is the basic instructions here they are before you leave this freaking planet don't you understand that how hard is it for you to understand that that everything we could ever want or need is in this book nursing at the tits of this book licking the nuts of this book, okay? This book is everything, and I mean everything that you need to know. Ah, the blood of Jesus before leaving this planet. Everything you need is right here in this book. Don't you know it? <laughs> Everything you need is right here in this book. Everything you need is right here in these pages. Only about the length of a Harry Potter book. It's right here. Oh, it's upside down. It doesn't matter. Because whether you read it upside down or right side up, it's the same goddamn thing. Because it doesn't make any sense. And it's a bunch of cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And that's how you do Sunday morning. All right. Any questions? Okay. <laughs> All right. Today we're talking about why we're not okay. It's like, that's the question that, let me fix, let me fix myself, putting the book all up in there and everything. I know. You guys, I, I know I get kidding with you, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm, I'm deadly serious though. And I mean deadly. <sighs> okay. About this topic though, because it's like the main thing that I kept repeating in my head again and again and again over these past two years since I started deconstructing in 2021 and left my entire ministry that I built, okay, is like, what's wrong with me? Or like, why am I not okay? Like, why can't I just be okay? Because like, I've always struggled with anxiety and depression throughout my entire life. Like, even being so radical as I was, you know, I remember specifically, and not to call you out, Graham, but I would play my songs at church, songs that I wrote, you know, from my heart, from like the depths of my soul, right? And I'd play these songs and 
she would come up to me very concerned after after I played my song with you know with all my heart and everything she'd come up and she'd say and I love you Graham I love you but she would come up to me and she'd grab my hands little short Italian lady and she'd say why do you look so sad hmm you gotta have the joy of the Lord the joy of the Lord is your strength and she meant it with all her heart and I would think to myself, well, what about, let me open to it. <laughs> yes, I still remember where the Psalms are. Thank you. I don't need any correctors in the audience. All right. I, I, I read the book of Psalms and Proverbs more than anything else. What about the book of Psalms? You know, what about Lamentations? Like these are not, these books these psalms, these songs, really, because a lot of them were songs, that's what the word psalm means, <laughs> were lamentations. They were, they were like, why, Lord, is this happening to me? Why has my enemy conquered me? Why has everything in my life fallen apart, essentially? It's that, that's the book of psalms. Read the book of psalms, okay? And a lot of the songs that I wrote were kind of lamentations you know and so throughout my life this is not a new theme it's not like I woke up a day after my deconstruction and I was like wow I'm depressed it's like no I've I struggled um for those of you who are new to my story um I struggled with self-harm YouTube don't even think about it back up you algorithm you, you little pesky algorithm, you, you back that self right up, all right, all right, I'm talking about something, talking about myself, okay, trigger warning, 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 you can't, you good, okay, I self-harmed for 17 years, okay, little, little shiny object to the skin, okay, don't know how else to say it, I'm so sick of this shit, <laughs> Okay, and I don't want any weird conservatives coming in here either and being like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything is censored <laughs> because we suck Trump's dick. Okay, I don't care about that either. I'm apolitical, if anybody's wondering. I'm apolitical. Thank you. Anyways, <clears throat> I struggled with self-harm for 17 years. Started when I was 13, okay? Always struggled. A lot. Okay, lived in a state of cognitive dissonance for my entire life, pretty much. There are a couple reasons for that. One of the main ones was my sexuality. Okay, when I was about 12 years old, I was like, oh no, wow, um, there's something different about me. <laughs> Oops, uh-oh, whoopsie, let's open to Romans 1, oh boy, let's see what she says, oh boy, <laughs> Of course, now I can't find it because I'm on camera. <sighs> we know you're here, goddammit. Give me a second. I'll find it. Here it is. Close, 26. For this reason... 
God gave them up to vile passions. Vile passions. 12 years old. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh Uh-oh. Whoopsie. Vile passions. Oh no. For even their women (laughs) exchanged the natural use, the natural use of the vagina (laughs) for what is against nature. Ow, that hurt. (laughs) Knuckle to knuckle, man. Likewise, also the men, the women and the men, vile passions. Likewise, also the men, don't leave the men out, leaving the natural use of the woman. Them too? Oh boy. Burned in their lust for one another. Men with men. Committing what is shameful. And receiving in themselves the penalty of the error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. I don't know why I'm going like Morpheus with this. God gave... So anyways, I got cut off, and it's probably best that I did. (laughs) Probably best that I did. So yeah, we left off at vile passions and all that in Romans. Anyways, it's like... (sighs) When I realized I was different from the other kids, I was just like... (laughs) Anyways... I don't even care about any of that stuff anymore. That's the irony. It's like the very thing that I literally hated myself so much over to the point where I felt like I had to, you know, I have like 200 scars on my arm and there's plenty more everywhere else all over me. It's like I hated myself that much because of scriptures like this, you know, because of Romans 1, because of my vile passions, right? And I'm not alone in this. There are many people in the LGBTQIA plus community who are not here with us today. This is not, this is not a joke at all. And I struggled for 17 years because of this, because I was so ashamed of myself. And that was just one of many things, you know, I just be- I became more extreme and more extreme and more extreme and more extreme over the years, you know, to, to cleanse myself. My main prayer to the Lord was cleanse me, Lord, cleanse me, Lord, cleanse me, Lord, because I just always felt dirty and not in the sexy way. <laughs> Trust me. dirty girl in Christianity is not the same as how you think it would be. (laughs) Dirty girl in uh, Christianity is burned forever in all of eternity, you nasty slut. It's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. What's stoner? Okay. (laughs) 
this stuff tormented me and many others. That's the reason I'm talking about this because I know for a fact without any other proof, like that so many other, and I have plenty of proof. I'm just saying, it's like, I don't have a hundred people standing around me now, right now, nodding their heads. It's like, I can edit it in, but I'm just saying, it's like, how many freaking stories do we need to hear of people struggling with substance abuse, with people who have died from that, okay, people who have died by other means as well, forms of self-harm and the like, okay, it's like, and it's, it's, it doesn't even have to be that extreme, okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to make things, like, clickable, this is, in fact, I literally have three views, so, love and light to me, I'm just saying, it's like, this stuff, it's, it's so harmful, and this is not just about the LGBTQIA plus community, this is just in freaking general, you can open up to any page in this book, basic instructions before leaving Earth, these are the instructions, this is all you need to know, it's like, every single page is basically an indictment. Well, what about the, uh, what, what about the Sermon on the Mount? You know, I will actually pause and say things like the Sermon on the Mount. There are the words of Jesus. I used to have this little, and I wish I had it with me now. I used to have this skinny little book that I would keep like in the, the front page of my Bible. And it was just called like the words of Jesus or quotes of Jesus or something. Tiny, skinny little book only the words that Jesus spoke, and who the heck knows if, if these are even the real words or not, anyways, and we'll, we'll get into that another time, you know, Dead Sea Scrolls and all that, right, it's like, I, I don't want to do a history lesson today, I'm just saying, if the words are the real words, let's just pretend they are, for, the, for what I'm about to say, the words of Jesus, I will say, are different from everything else in this book. And there are still things that I carry with me in my heart, even now after my deconstruction, teachings of Christ that I do still hold, okay? I haven't thrown away the entire thing, but I've thrown away like like 93% of it. Let's just say that. I'll, I'll leave it at 95 just to be safe, right? So why are we not okay? Because not everybody that I'm speaking to here is part of the LGBTQIA plus community, okay? There's lots of reasons why I wasn't okay. I'll speak for myself because I know myself. Well, my last episode basically said I don't know myself, so contradiction. <laughs> just like this book. I mean, it's full of contradictions. I'm just like the Bible. <laughs> I struggled my entire Christian life, okay? So with or without Jesus, struggle, okay? But what I'm specifically talking about today is, like, why don't we feel okay? Like, what's wrong? Like, I, I just remember after my deconstruction, and, and literally, I said this like two days ago, <laughs> like when I was doing DoorDash, I literally said this two days ago, like, why am I not okay? And it's not like 
I'm talking emotionally, you guys. I'm not talking about, like, anyways. We can be perfectly functioning human beings, right? But just not feel good inside. Let's make it five-year-old level here. I don't feel good inside. Why? There are lots of reasons for that. And that's why I started off with the Bible, basic instructions before leaving Earth. It's because when we deconstruct, it's like we did believe, or I'll speak for myself, I believed that this freaking book were the instructions. I believed, even if I didn't agree with this book, I believed every word in this book. Okay? I said that. I said it's the word of God. It's the inherent word of God. Every word in this book is holy, it's divine, it's eternal. This is all we need to know. If I was stranded on a desert island, this would be the only thing I would need. Okay. John, in the book of Revelation, literally, (laughs) literally was on the Isle of Patmos. All he had was him and his revelations, right? That's where the book of Revelation came from, supposedly. So it's like the guy literally was was on a freaking island. <laughs> like So my point with saying this is why are we not okay? I think one of the main reasons post deconstruction why we don't feel like okay, quote unquote. I'm not saying that you're doing terrible or anything in life. I'm just saying kind of that subconscious like uneasiness. Part of the reason for me mainly has been because I was so used to having this like I was so used to having a set of rules like everything went in a box and even if it didn't make sense and even if I had questions or there was cognitive dissonance I'm like yeah but I'll understand it in glory I would always say this at the end of the day yes it doesn't make sense to us because God's ways are above our ways his thoughts are above our thoughts so it's like yeah maybe it doesn't make sense to me on earth because I'm a mere human but in the afterlife in heaven it will all make sense it will all make sense and it it gave me that hope in my heart that I all I had to do was just study this thing every single day and fill my heart with it every single day and everything would be okay even though I was struggling with all these things I had addictions, I had self-harm, I had, I, I, I hated myself, I didn't have any confidence, it's like, it didn't really seem like I was doing too good though, you know what I'm saying? So my main point so far is I feel like the, one of the biggest things and the biggest reasons why we don't feel okay post-deconstruction is because whether we want to admit it or not, I'll, I'll speak for myself, I won't speak for the audience, I'll speak for myself. I didn't want to admit to myself that I liked the constriction of this. I liked that this was all I needed to know. This little book was the secret to life. Everything I ever needed to know was right here. And that's it. This is all I need to know. This is all I need to do. It's it's a constriction. It's a box. It's a, we have the answer. We have the rules. I miss the comfort of that. I miss the comfort of this book. I miss feeling like there were these rules, I guess. 
And at the time, I never would have said that. I never would have admitted that. There was a lot I felt like I didn't understand. There was a lot that I felt didn't make sense, and I didn't like that. I I did not like that at all. I wanted to be able to explain these things to people. And so I spent many, many years trying to decipher this book. This was actually a burden to me, this book. But then when I deconstructed... There was a sick side of me that yearned for this book to be mine again. You know, it's like I spent a lot of money on this. <laughs> this is a this is a calfskin. Is it calfskin? Goatskin. <laughs> it's goatskin leather. Nice and soft, you know. It's a high quality Bible right here. You know, I have a lot of the I have a lot of Bibles. Like I, once I deconstructed, I realized that I'm not okay, or I don't feel okay, I should say, because now it's just like a freaking free-for-all. Like, I find myself looking for things to constrict me. I'm, I find myself looking for things to make me feel comforted. And I know that that's normal. Like everybody wants to feel comfort. But it's a very specific type of comfort. It's like when you're so used to being in this tiny, tiny box. And then all of a sudden the box blows open. And you have the entire earth. And you realize you were literally in the, a, a box. It's overwhelming. I've just wanted to crawl into a hole. I've been like, well, where do I even begin? Like, I spent my life studying this book, and that that took 30 years. And now I'm like, and this is a good problem to have in, in a sense. It's like there's all of these things I can learn now, and I love to learn. That's what I enjoy the most out of life is learning. Like, I love to learn new things my moon is in the ninth house, so it's probably why, but I love to explore knowledge. I love to understand things, and so you would think that that's a good thing, and it is, and I'm getting used to it more and more, but it's truly scared me to feel like the restraints have been lifted, and it's kind of like when you're in a straitjacket. You would think that when the straitjacket is taken off, oh, I'm free, but when you've been in that straight jacket since you were a kid and then the straight jacket's off, you're like, wait, I miss my straight jacket. I miss my straight jacket. It's like, that's a bad example, but it's, it's like, even if I didn't like aspects of this, I still, and by this, I mean the Bible and Christianity. It's like, I still miss it. I still miss feeling that constriction. And I'm using that word on purpose because it was a constriction. It, it was an illusion of control it's scary out in the world with just a freaking free-for-all like we can learn anything we can do anything we can experience anything you know that's not like illegal or something I'm just saying you know it's it's really been scary and freedom is scary that's the irony it's like Paul says where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom well, the spirit of the Lord, quote unquote, is is all around us. God is everything and everything is God. So it's like you can walk out into the woods and just stand there and just breathe in the oxygen 
as you stand this little person underneath all these big trees and just absorb the reality of that moment that is god that is worship that is truth in a sense that's kind of all you need to know at the end of the, of the day that's why the matriarchal religions at the beginning of time before the patriarchy was the matriarchy which was more of like the earth the nature the the body right it's kind of all you need at the end of the day anyways but there is an excitement in this void and that's that's what i want to talk about today really is that the lack of this it actually is freedom and it's not something to be scared about it's just something to get used to and it's exciting it's like we can actually learn whatever we want now we can we can experience all of these things that they said we couldn't you know and that's been something that i've had to really get used to and i was the type of person that spent hours and hours every single day studying things learning new things doing research on all sorts of different topics you know but within the confines of christianity and so now that I've been freed from my straitjacket, I've almost been aimless. It's like I haven't even really known what to do with myself. I've been like, what do I study? What, what books do I look into? It's like, well, before, the only books I could read were Christian books. It's, it's interesting because I've been, I've been listening to on Audible the, uh, this is not sponsored by Audible, Audible sponsor me, um, <laughs> the book uh, Steal Like an Artist. And I also, uh, similar vein, I, I like this guy Struthless on YouTube. He's an artist. I like his videos as well. He's talked about similar things. Um, and, and basically the concept is to actually constrict yourself, like, to be more creative like this is an example like you know if draw a a watermelon it's like okay I'll draw a watermelon instead of just staring at a piece of blank paper with with endless possibilities it's like if you know you have to draw a watermelon and that's all you can draw you're gonna draw the watermelon and you're gonna get work done today you're gonna stop procrastinating and stop not creating your art you know what I'm saying as an example so in a sense the fact that I was so constricted and we as former Christians were so constricted it almost is easier to learn things because you know okay all I can read is Christian books all I can study are Christian themes so it actually makes it easier to learn in that same way now that there's just everything available to me it's almost like overwhelming like I don't even know what to study I don't know what it's it's been a big adjustment and it would you would think for somebody like me that loves to learn it'd be like a kid in a candy shop but in reality I feel like I'm just like standing in the candy shop and I'm just like what do I do what do I pick do I pick the the gummy worms the sour gummy worms do I pick the the root beer barrels what do I pick it's like there's so many options skittles oh what do I do do I get chocolate do I get sour do I get sweet what do I get there's so many options in here it's it's I've almost been paralyzed, I want to say, for the past two years. And I've really missed that part of myself, the part of me that loves to learn. 
And so I'm getting back to that again. Um, finally. And that's been something that's taken me a couple years to even begin to arrive at. You know, and it's it's been a real challenge to go from such a small to such from such slim pickings to the smorgasbord of life right where there's just there's so many things there's so many things we can learn there's so many things we can look into and understand and that actually is a wonderful thing that's an exciting thing so why are we not okay Lots of reasons, but I think the main one being is that we're not used to being free. It takes some getting used to. Freedom takes some getting used to when you've come from captivity. So, Lahayim, cheers to freedom. If you would like to support the channel, you can purchase merch on my Etsy shop. I have t-shirts. I have glasses. And also these mugs that I use for iced coffee. I don't know about you. So if you'd like to support the channel, you can purchase merch or you can donate. Thank you for being here. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode.